0: Hello my name is David Wolfenden and I'm being joined by Adrian Turton and we are hopefully going to lead you through some journeys of faith. If you would like to contact us please do on email that would be jofpodcast2020 at gmail.com or you can also contact us on twitter at jofpodcast. Welcome to Journeys of Faith episode 14. Now um, this week we haven't got David with us so we're not going to find out what's been going on in David's life and I'm probably not going to bother telling you what's happened in my life this week. So it means we can jump straight into the nitty-gritty and get to our guest. Um, This week um, our guest is an artist, a writer and an ordained Anglican minister. Um, He's worked in ministry in Dagenham, Salford, and was a former chaplain at uh, HMP Manchester. Um, So let's introduce you to Henry Martin. And we've been trying to talk to you for a while, but you got stuck in, was it Greece?
1: I got stuck in Greece, yeah. Yeah, When uh, when the pandemic began... Yeah, we, were, we, we we had the great good fortune to be on the beautiful island of Catalonia.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, I, I
1: I don't know anyone watching this is or listening to this is going to be going oh lucky, because while everyone got locked down and was having quite a, a, a miserable time here in England, we were we were living in Greece. We were locked down, but but it was it was kind of much easier. So we were very very fortunate. We had a decision. We could have. We could have raced home, but then we thought, well, why? You know, let's just ride it out here. And uh, we would had no idea how long it would be. We were supposed to be there for a couple of months so I could do some painting and some writing. But uh, actually, we, we were there for, for five months in the end, Well mm-hmm. out of England for five months.
0: Well, was- I wouldn't <laughs> complain at that. I'd love to get out of England at the minute just to have some different... S- sunshine and different views i'm fed up of seeing the same view um, and yeah, i see I, out my flat every day so
1: yeah well i hope people don't hate me too much for that <laughs> I,
0: I, i'm sure they won't hate you because obviously that's uh, that that's yeah. one of your passions of the art and and i've noticed from your website that obviously there's quite a few fo- um, photos paintings um from that area as well, it
1: it was actually quite lucrative because I was able to do a lot more painting and I sold quite a lot of those. Um, I'd, I'd post them and, and uh, people from Facebook would contact me and say, can I buy this one? Sometimes I'd sell them within an hour, half an hour of posting them, which was very exciting. Then, of course, when we got home, I had to then package them all up. And, you know, that took about two weeks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> trying to remember who it bought was.
0: <laughs> yeah, but no... There is, I've, I've been looking at your um, your website. I will put a link into your website. Oh, thank uh, you, yes. Um, and you have got some amazing paintings. And my little space behind me that you can see is going to be my um, changing painting background so, and pictures. So from religious pictures to various different pictures which are going to appear. And there is some that I'm going to be getting from you. Um, just because I absolutely love them. Um, the, Roch- uh, the Rochdale Canal won the winter night, but I believe uh, it's not actually, is it, the Rochdale Canal?
1: No, no, no. I don't know why. I, I get the two of them confused because I live down down this in this part of the, of the city and it's actually the Ashton Canal yeah. and I've sold that picture uh, as the Rochdale Canal. And I sold it to my sister who lives down south and so she won't know.
0: unless she watches this (laughs) or listens to the podcast um the other one was the uh red bridge at ancoats which i know quite well um from my time when i used to volunteer with the canal and river trust and that was part oh you did that yeah that's a great thing to do that was part of my patch um that i i used to uh, just generally walk and make sure things was okay and then report them back so i know that bridge well and i love well, I love that whole section of the canal, both the Roch, because I think that is the Rochdale, in it, and that's the Ashton. I get confused.
1: No, that the Red Bridge is on is definitely that's definitely the Rochdale. You're right.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and all that whole area, because we've lived we've lived uh, not far from there for the last ten years, and the whole area has has changed beyond belief. Yeah from being quite desolate really now it's it's like it's like somewhere in central europe with all these cafes and tables out on the street and the Hallé st peter's that old church is now a wonderful functioning center um for, for the arts it's just incredible
0: no it is um, it's yeah beautiful it's changing it, it's constantly changing isn't it um and one of the other ones that i really like is the old gate house of oh, the yes. prison i, I I actually live about a 10 minute walk from the prison, so I know that very well. And it's, it's just, for me, it's strange, but it's a nice piece of architecture. I like the, the, the solidness of it. It's
1: The, the prison, HMP Manchester, or strange ways, as everyone else calls it, or the big house, is yeah. a, a stunning collection of buildings. Yeah. And uh, uh, I was actually given permission by the governor to go in into the prison with my sketchbook, a couple of years ago and I had the immense privilege of spending two weeks just drawing the prison. I was allowed to, to go pretty much wherever I wanted. Um, I had to show all my pictures to security afterwards to make sure I hadn't put anything sensitive on there. But um, yeah, um, so a, a lot of people in Manchester are very uh, curious, I know, to know what the prison looks like. And if you want to know, <laughs> you can either do Google Images and you can see some uh, blurry photographs or you could go onto my website. There's, there's a plug for my website. Yeah,
0: another one. But I don't <laughs> I don't mind because that's, you know, it, it's. There is some fantastic pictures on there Thank you. Um, and some of the pride section as well. I, oh,
1: I had fun with those, yeah. I, they,
0: they look fun, uh, but like I say, they're the three that really jumped out at me because I, I'm Salford born and bred and I know they're more Manchester, but, you know, they're there. They they They're just...
1: To, did you see the one of the two guys who were? Uh, uh, they're quite quite large guys. And yes. They wear these kind of tutu rah-rah skirts.
0: Yeah, I've well, seen that one.
1: <laughs> I, I, I uh, exhibited that one in a bar in Canal Street, and wow. one of their friends was went in there to have a uh, have a drink and saw it and bought it for them. Oh, lovely! Um, and then they, they, those two guys live down in Birmingham, and I've, I've I've had contact with them ever since on and off, and I've done other paintings of them for them, <laughs> which oh. is
0: great. <laughs> oh. But that, that it is. It's 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 another way of touching people because to be honest, art for me is another form of faith, and oh, it's yeah. another way of showing faith because, um, I don't know whether you're aware, but the listeners will be by now. I'm severely dyslexic, so reading yes. and writing for me is is atrocious. You know, I make notes when I'm gonna do a show, and. By the time I've done the show, it's all gobbledygook because I forgot what I was trying to say or it's turned into a mash or or I'll start writing something because you've said something interesting. And then I go, what what was that? So, you know, for me, I I, I think a picture can say lots more than words and and I think it can hold us and draw us in more to think. So I think art is great. I just wish...
1: Yeah, I I have to when I when I was a vicar up in Salford, I used to uh, do school assemblies and I thought rather than me standing in front of the kids and, and just talking, just words, I'd show them pictures. And so that was on an OHP. If you can think oh, that yeah, back in history. I,
0: yeah, I can.
1: <laughs> so um I used to draw uh, uh, well I'd look for pictures of Jesus, like Jesus but feeding the five thousand and couldn't find the picture I wanted. So I thought oh, this is silly, I can draw. So I I started drawing them. And then I put them onto a, a website. After a while, in America, and uh, yeah, they they got quite popular. Actually, I got quite a lot of uh, interest from those, which was fun. Yeah. But uh, that got me really into drawing pictures of Jesus, which is a great way to to, to get to know God better, to explore yeah. my faith. When you're drawing, um, say uh, you know the raising of Lazarus or something. It's not just jesus and lazarus it's yeah. mary and martha and it's all the people around them and what 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 are their faces doing and it makes yeah. me think well what would my face do at that moment you know what yeah. would i be terrified delighted you know
0: yeah <laughs>
1: so so it's a great way of exploring a bible story uh, drawing pictures of it oh. i've been doing some painting prayer days uh, up at catherine house okay and uh, um, just inviting people to do that sort of thing to to we go through a passage we have some poetry some music and then I do a little bit of tuition in in basic painting but it's uh, it's all very word free you know it's it's much it's all about the pictures Ooh, and my awesome. one rule is no masterpieces you're not allowed to set out <laughs> to paint something fantastic yeah. you this is about exploring and enjoying paint on paper and and it's about praying it's not about being being a great you know doing something magnificent
0: Um, do you know what that fits me i'll look out for that one that that is if you end up doing it again
1: if i actually i'm not sure because i think catherine house has has, has shut down doing that unfortunately if if anybody else wants to book me to do that i'll I'll do those
0: We might have to uh, have a look at that and uh, see if we can convince someone to do it. Or maybe, maybe
1: do, do them by Zoom, actually. There's no reason I couldn't do this. I'd I, I need to organise that myself. And uh... yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a bit logistical, though. It, it, yes. it, 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 Zoom's great, but when we get loads of people, it turns into... Uh... So, I think we should backtrack a little bit. Um, so, you, re- when did you obviously first get your sense of calling to become an ordained minister or how did your journey start prior to that
1: i i became a christian at, um when i was 16. Now, I, I will say i became a christian i, I definitely had the sense that i was someone who was interested in god but then i had this experience of giving my life to god and Feeling a, physically a, a, a change within me, yeah. physically and spiritually. So I, I, I can date that to um, actually to the first of February, nineteen
0: eighty four. So, wow, that that is quite key. Um,
1: yeah. That, so yeah, nineteen eighty four wasn't supposed to be a good year, but actually, you know, there was a lot of great music in the charts. Um, I was I was I was uh, sixteen. I was really very unhappy young lad very confused and um and becoming a christian gave me immense joy and i said to god this is so wonderful i will do anything you ask me to do and immediately what popped into my head was because this is how my brain works so, I t- so i'll do anything the worst thing possible was and the worst thing possible was becoming a vicar Well, wow. <laughs> i oh, i can't oh gosh why? <laughs> would but uh, as time went on, I it seemed to make to be to be a way forward, made more and more sense, and and um, and yeah, uh, uh, I went through training, um, selection first, then training, um, and then uh, started a curacy, which was in Dagenham, which I really enjoyed. I met some fantastic people. I'm still in touch with them. Um, and then, I, then I moved up to Salford, which was again a really well for me. That was a great move. I don't know about for the parish. You have to ask them. <laughs> but I served in in the par- parishes in in higher and lower Broughton. Yeah. Um, and I was there for ten years in this ridiculously large and impossible to heat house. But yes, <laughs> I know. Very warm-hearted people.
0: I know that house well. I walk past it every day to take the kids to school.
1: Yeah, what I mean, what what is the sense of 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 putting God's minister <laughs> um, in such a, a crazy house? It's like a manor house. It's it's yeah. seven bedrooms. So actually, I had a family of six living with me um, because to, to to make use of the space for about f- f- for five of the years I was there. Um, um, and I had, on the whole, I had a, a, a very enjoyable time um, in, in Salford. And again, still in touch with a lot of people I knew from there. And then after that, I, I kind of done everything I, I thought I could do. I didn't want to start all over again doing the same thing in a parish. So I I, I explored the other options, one, one of which was being a hospital chaplain. And the other was, um, was working in, in the prison service. It's probably important to say also at that point, um, I'd also uh, fallen in love and I desperately wanted a private life. Being a Vicky, you don't get much of a private life. And because I'd, I'd fallen in love with this lovely, lovely, wonderful man, um, and that's not, not really acceptable in the Church of England, uh, certainly wasn't in 2008, I, I just actually wanted some privacy for the two of us. And uh, and so I, 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 the prison service was marvellous because because uh, because I could have privacy. I could live in my own house, my own home, not yeah. in a separate <laughs> <it's> bedroom <laughs> impossible <Yeah. to> be. <laughs> huge garden place. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah, so um, and we were able to have our own private life and uh, and be very happy. And and then we uh, 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 in due time, uh, well as soon as possible really, as we were able to got a civil partnership and. Uh, Never got married because we're we're still waiting.
0: Yeah. One
1: day, one day we'll be able to get married in the Church of England church. And we don't want to upgrade our civil partnership because we feel we are married, really.
0: No, but it'd be nice to get that same recognition as me and Emma, my wife, got. And and this (laughs) is one of the things I'm actually glad you brought this up, really, because I have some heart-wrenching issues with the church. And, and yes. the, that is one of them. Because yeah. I have so many friends who are in loving relationships that are, I would say, are better Christians than I am. And they are. Yeah, w- well, w- Nicholas w-
1: Campbell. Yeah. I, I heard him talking to you. And he was, he was just so lovely. He was so gracious about all the people who oppose him. And yeah. he said, but the important thing is that my brothers and sisters, I thought, oh, yeah. Nicholas, bless you. I'm not that generous. <laughs> Snack. Not all the time, anyway.
0: I, I I am exactly the same, and you know what? There there is parts of me that want to be more like Nick because. Well, I was
1: very inspired listening to him, and very humble. I, I, I know Nicholas a little bit, anyway, yeah. but he is such a such a warm, glowing with love yeah. person. He's wonderful. He's, he's,
0: yeah. he's he is. Oh, he is Christ like. He has absolutely. that aura. Yeah. yeah. And and when I have dark times and and times where. I really just want to bang my head against the brick wall because of the church, and 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 I'm happy to admit that. Oh know, yes. Some people say to me, "You shouldn't do that because you sort of." Uh, no, because the church is a family, and and families are broken, and it's okay to talk about because if we hide and go, well, we don't really want that. It's never going to progress because we're all going to sit here and and go. It's yeah. not. A do-
1: and you're right. We'll just become one of those awful families where everyone's sat around the dinner table pl- talking politely, but seething with resentment. Yeah. And, and actually, there are we do have serious issues, and we yeah. need to we need to talk about them and be able to talk about them openly and honestly. And if we can do it with the the warmth and sincerity of the Nick Campbell, yeah, has, then we, we would all be so much better off.
0: Uh, so
1: that's what I'm. I would aspire to.
0: Yeah, and and you know what though, like you say that that is one of the issues with the church as, as, as someone who's been in that role, you, you are the public face of the church. So people look at you and and yes. you have to be what the church stands for in their eyes, rather than actually being Henry, the vicar, and being a person. You're Henry, the vicar who has to abide by everything that the church says. And, and, and that's what some people seem to look at. And I think, I don't know whether that, you know. You can say this. Uh, I'm looking at becoming a vicar, and I know that people are going to expect me to change. But I absolutely struggle with that idea of being someone that I'm not. But I also know that I have to be a little bit of that person that they expect.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people get people get upset if you say, if you drop a swear word.
0: Yes. <laughs> Or
1: um, or if you're just just having a really bad day and saying, you know, sorry, do you know what? Actually, I'm not able to help you today because I've got my own stuff to deal with. It's very hard to know. I find it very hard to know how to say that. Yeah. Um, I can remember... Can I tell this? Yeah, probably. uh, When when I worked in the prison, um, I was absolutely run off my feet and I had about... I had a, a, about an hour and a half, and five people who'd put a written application in to have a conversation with me. And I wanted to honour that, and I was running along, um, and I, I ran past the, the end of this wing where all and one uh, there was a guy there one of the prisoners, and he said uh, said to me, "Oh, father, father, I need need to have a word with you." And I said, "I'm really sorry. You have to put an application in to see me." And he goes, "What? You're here? Talk to me now!" And I said. No, I've got five people who have applied to see me. And he goes, You can't walk away. Jesus wouldn't walk away from me. And I said, I'm not Jesus. But I thought, Yeah. And he goes, Yeah, but you're paid to represent Jesus in this prison. I thought, Well, you got me there. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm still not going to stop and talk to you. I said, Put in an application. I will come and have a chat with you. But I can't do that right now because I've got another five people and I'm already now late for them because. But. It's one of those moments I just felt torn inside because I thought, he's right, but, yeah.
0: It, it, it's how it, it's life, isn't it? And I think, you know, one of the things I've learned on my journey is I came into it thinking, you know, I'll be fine. I can do, I can, I, it'll all fit. And then slowly, as as I've been exploring, I've suddenly realized, actually, when you look at a, a parish nowadays, you know, there's more than one parish in some of these. Well, it's, it's not eight parishes, it? yeah. it's it's gonna it, be a couple of parishes, if yeah. if if you're lucky, you know. And how do you fit all that in and how do you fit in the pastoral care, the meetings, the paperwork, the this, the that? And there's more to it than you know, I came in with naive eyes thinking, yes, it's I didn't think it was just gonna be a Sunday, but I came in with naive naive eyes of yeah, oh gosh, that, just... was,
1: that, but that was one of the worst things about, uh, actually, on, on a week when, when you've just been run off your feet and you're absolutely shattered and then someone says to you, tired, but you only work one day a week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, and that's one of those moments when I really could scream. Yeah, and it was—it was sadly it was usually church regulars who said that, yeah. and they thought it was funny, and and I thought thought so it really is not funny. It's actually really really demeaning. Because
0: mm. <laughs> and and then, <laughs> and then, then
1: other, other people in church who were really fantastic yeah. and would say you know you just just go go on holiday go you know get yeah. get away from here have some, recharge, yeah. and, and know, they're you know bless them they were lovely.
0: And I think that's the key, is it? It's knowing when it's time to go. Actually. And I want to be with you. I want to share this with you. But actually, yeah. I need to recharge myself to help you now.
1: And it's probably best not to explain that too much. Just, uh, and don't wait for people to give you permission to go. Just just give you, be in charge of your own permissions. And if I was going to do it all again, that's one of the things I would I would say. I would give myself, you know, just be much firmer about giving myself permission rather than waiting for anybody else to so and and stop explaining myself and justify myself.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um so what made you write this lovely book, um Eve, Eve's Eve's This lovely book. Yeah, this lovely book. <laughs> because I first thought I didn't read the front, you know, I never read the front of a book, and I struggle with my reading. Yes. And I thought Oh, it's a Lent book and we bought it just before Lent, I think it was maybe two years ago. I That's think. when it
1: came out, yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Oh no, no, about eighteen months ago,
0: yeah. Right, eighteen months ago. It was yep. well, it must have been two when Lent's it first ago. came out and um yeah. an Emma my wife was on Deanery Synod, she replaced me and you was at a Deanery Synod. <laughs> what, a, what a
1: brave soul she is.
0: I know. <laughs> I wouldn't I won't go back. Not yet not yet anyway. Um <laughs> But she she rang me up and said, oh, do you want this book? This, And I was like, yeah, yeah, get it, mate. And I got it, and I got it home. And I was like, right, okay, I'll, I'll start that as it's coming to Lent. And it got put to one side, and then Lent...
1: As happens, yeah.
0: Ha- ...happened, and I was like... And then it was only tonight, as I was re-looking at it, I went, oh, it's not just for Lent.
1: It, no, no, no. Well, <sighs> the thing was, I, I had about... 30 or so short chapters you know good for for sitting down 10 15 20 minute read um depending on how fast you want to go do it and i then thought the best way to get this published is to is to to twist it all around restructure it into a a lent book because people buy lent books and i'll get a publisher if it's a lent book and the publisher read it and said this is great um does it have to be a lent book and i thought well yeah to get your attention it did <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um so so yeah it, it starts started off I, I i i like doing series of sermons when wow. i'm uh, when i'm leading a church um when I, when I get to preach you know so one sunday follows on from another and in when i was in uh, in higher broughton and lower broughton i did this series on uh imagining that we're, we're part of a conversation or listening to a conversation that someone's having with jesus so we, we begin with with mary walking up to jesus and she says they've got no more wine this is at the wedding at cana yeah and then it seems like she pretty much just walks away and i, th- and I thought is can we learn from this is that is that what praying is like because that's talking to jesus then can we talk to jesus like that now because if we can, praying might be a lot more simple than I thought because she doesn't make a big um, fuss. She doesn't, she doesn't sing any songs or come up with great solutions. She doesn't, she just says to Jesus, I've seen this situation. And then she leaves it with him and trusts him with it and walks away. And uh, um, this is just a wonderful way to pray uh so i then thought well are there other conversations that we can look at and there's you know when simon peter's drowning he doesn't come out with a a whole spiel he just says save me
0: yeah
1: and when i'm in trouble i you know (laughs) uh, when things are going badly wrong for me i find that a really helpful prayer save me lord save me um and then there are other ones like um mary martha back to the raising of lazarus saying lord the one who you love is ill and of course, Jesus, at that point, doesn't do what they expect. Yeah. He, you know, it's a very lovely, simple prayer, almost a perfect prayer to say to Jesus. And, and, and he waits for several days before setting out to see Lazarus, by which time Lazarus has died. And they're very confused. And then, of course, it's, it's like what we were talking about earlier, about you know, sitting there, seething with resentment and smiling politely. Mary and Martha don't do that. They just say to him, if you had been here my brother wouldn't have died and again i think with god we should never just sit politely in uh, on the outside and sit and see with resentment on the inside if we're angry if we feel god's let us down if we feel betrayed by god we should tell him yeah because because jesus seems to to like those he responds well he responded well to those then so why wouldn't he respond now if he's the same yesterday today and forever yeah and then there are lots of things that are bad to say. Well, you know, which, which he doesn't like so much. Like um, James and John walk up to him and say, "You know, this village has just rejected us. Shall we call down, call down fire and destroy them?" And she, no. no don't. <laughs> so, but yeah. in my prayers, you know, sometimes when I'm really angry with somebody, I, you know, say, "Oh dear Lord, could 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 the earth not just open up and swallow them?" and that's probably not a good thing even if it is the president of america or
0: <laughs> yes no I'd, I'd agree with that one definitely there's sometimes because we,
1: be... we need to remember i need to remember that however much i might dislike a, a, a politician or president or prime minister they are still a human being who is yeah. created and made by god and i might not like them but but i have to remember that jesus loves them and they're valuable to jesus So i can't treat them Quite with the, I can be angry with them. Yes, but I can't call down fire on their heads, and like that's not not allowed.
0: Now, I'm sure if David would have been with us tonight, he would have gone. Oh well, you know these these pictures of Jesus being angry, and people go, oh, but Jesus never gets angry, and and we'd have, been, we'd have gone down the whole road of, well, why didn't he get? You know, he did get angry. It's just that we choose to not acknowledge the times that he shown anger and and we sort of go oh you can't be angry you can't say that and it's actually you know
1: oh I mean, can, can i do a, another plug actually this is for, for, <laughs> i don't have a copy of book number two oh, oh not book yesterday. two book number two comes out in january and oh. it's it's uh uh asking the question did jesus find anything difficult oh and actually it's saying that he found a lot of things difficult because a lot of times when jesus was was quite sort of snippy in the gospels you know he was even at the wedding of cana his mum comes to him with quite a reasonable thing he goes woman what's what concern is that of of mine my hour has not yet come now i don't know quite how he says it but but i think if i'd ever called my mum woman i'd have gotten i've gotten a lot of trouble
0: (laughs) yes i'm sure you would have had the hand at the back of the head
1: (laughs) Uh, even quite a few times when jesus jesus is it seems that he's, he's experiencing some difficulties and stress and struggling with things. And why wouldn't he, you know, there was a lot, it wasn't just the wilderness and Gethsemane. So anyway, I explore that. And now I've learned from eavesdropping and I've called it. Uh, so, so, so there are readings for every day, but they're suitable for every day. But at the end of each section, there's questions for Advent and another set of questions for Lent and then wow. questions for every day. So I think I've just covered all the bases for that.
0: Well, I'm looking it's called the for-
1: long side, and it's available from as of January.
0: Oh, well, I'm sure what we'll have to do is get you back in January yes. when it comes out, oh. and we'll give it give it another give it a plug well, because I, to be honest, I since since starting my journey, um, I've started to read books because prior to that, I didn't really feel the need to read books. Whereas now, you know that's how we grow our opinions and grow our faith and question our faith because there's things that i went in i came from a catholic background into the church yeah yeah um i start i started off as an um i was baptized at saint ambrose church on liverpool street
1: right okay
0: um which is church of england
1: yes i was going to say that's church (laughs) of england yeah Yeah. um well it was until it turned (laughs)
0: down yeah and then my mum, on the same day, my cousin was baptized at St. James's on Salford Precinct.
1: Oh, the, the other St. James's?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, the other St. James's.
1: Can't tell you how many wedding couples turned up at my, or <laughs> people turned up for weddings or funerals and said, what? I think you might be at the wrong St. James's yeah. in Salford.
0: Yes, you want the one down there. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, so yeah, so, and then I went to Lord's, so just like you. I can put a date to when I felt God was asking me to explore moving forward a bit more, and it right. was Easter two thousand and eight. It was it was Easter um, off I off my head. I can't remember the exact date here, but it is noted down. But I went to look, yeah, just go go back yeah, through your diary yeah, or whatever your calendar. Yeah. yeah, I went to Lord's for Easter. Um, it was a year after I was confirmed, and I just there was something in Lords that just made me go, "Wow!" Um, and then I sort of had a few stumbles and wobbles because I didn't like being told that I wasn't really married because I got married in a registry office, and they wasn't willing to baptise my son um, at St. Wow. At St. Thomas's up the road. Oh, the right. vicar. So the vicar refused to baptize until we got the marriage blessed in church and I was like well no as far as I'm concerned yes it wasn't religious ceremony but in my eyes God was present you know Emma at that point wasn't involved in the church she just came along you know every now and again and then you know because of that we went to St Thomas's and we just felt part of the family and and I thought "Mm, maybe this is where I'm meant to be and explored it some more and I'm still exploring it and it's it's amazing at times and other times I could absolutely pull my hair out <laughs> yes yes and, but I also <laughs> and I don't know about you I found some of them times the most um mind opening because it's when I think so,
1: sometimes it's, it's when we hit rock bottom that hmm. we we actually cut the nonsense yeah See? cut the nonsense and <laughs> and and we've we actually find that that god 's love runs deeper than the hole we 've fallen into, and I think that for me that was part of the great the great joy and excitement about working in prison because some of the guys there had those moments of of absolutely recognizing that they that all their resources had run out and blessed are the poor in spirit they, they recognized that actually they they were in a position where they had run out of their own steam their own resources yeah. and they then found that god was able to to pick them up and move move them move them on and lift them up again um and that was incredible. i was always amazed when 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 they're telling me of these experiences um I'd then go, you know, go back and try and uh, repeat them to my to my colleagues. Oh, I just had this amazing conversation. And I would turn their very fresh and genuine words into church speak because that's what we do. Yeah. You know, we have a vocabulary, we have a language. Yeah, And I, short of recording them on a, on a phone, which of course you can't have in prison, yeah. you not allowed, not allowed any, anything like that. Um, I had no way of, of, of and I certainly wasn't gonna say sorry, just, just can I just write yes. this down verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: no. And and but it is
1: those experiences of God, you know, where to, to people who have who don't have the church language to frame it. Yeah uh, is, is so real, so incredible.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, no, and, and I miss and, that. I'm I'm sure you do. So yeah. I think we're we're coming to near near the end. Um, oh, yeah. Time flies. Yeah, yeah we've <laughs> been recording for probably a bit longer than I, I... We're trying to keep them at half an hour now because they right, okay. said they're a bit too long. But I okay. enjoy the conversation, and sometimes yeah. I just don't want to end it because it, that's you, right. You might not. If I said to you, "Oh, let's come back next week," or in two weeks' time, you sort of lost that flow that you gained, and you've got to start again, and then you yeah. hit it. And, so. You, you
1: have other people to talk to as well, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. We are. We're getting there. We, um, you know, we've we've hit episode fourteen, which we've been going since May, um, and you know, I, I've had some really good feedback from some people, and and it's it's just interesting to look at. I, I'm not interested in the stats as oh, how many people are exactly listening. What I like to see is. That there's somebody listening, and I don't care if one person listens or if yeah. two thousand people listen, because just yeah, just, no, I, get, I get you. Yeah, just, yeah. Just as it, you would in your ministry in church, if only two people turned up on a Sunday, you would still do exactly the same as you would still, still as if three hundred turned up. So yes. it yeah. doesn't matter. Well, because uh,
1: Jesus, Jesus did not do his best works with with crowds.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, he did his, and you know, if I met. If I'd been walking around at those times, I'd love to have caught him as part of a small group rather than as one of 5,000, even yeah. though I'd have got a free lunch.
0: <laughs> but I don't... I think that would do it. it. You know, I wish sometimes... I like using the uh, examine where, where oh, yeah, you yeah. read, read par- the the passage and read it again and read it again. And, and someone... I used to just do it where I used to read it and read it and read it. And then what I started to do because someone suggested was read the passage as an outsider. Then the next time you read it, read it as a person or someone who would have been watching the story. And then someone said, then as you're reading it, think about the bit that stood out the most and then imagine if it was you. Yeah. So yeah. so I do that now because it. I think it's an interesting way to look at it because otherwise it's just the same Bible verse Three or four times, and you just sometimes it's not the best Bible verse that people pick, and sometimes it's a really good one that you can actually.
1: But don't you find sometimes it's the ones you think, "Oh, I'm not going to get anything out of this," and some sometimes those are the most fruitful. Yeah. Uh, because I suppose it's that hitting rock bottom and, and thinking, "Well, I've got I've got nothing to bring to this," and actually that's when God brings it to you when we, when we find ourselves empty. Uh, yeah
0: so we've got book number two in the pipeline
1: alongside yep
0: yeah um what is there anything else interesting going on is there how are you still still active in your ministry are you still doing i I, I am
1: this this is a whole nother chapter about three years ago i decided to uh concentrate on my vocation as a painter it coincided well it was kind of it was going to happen anyway but the the house of bishops said that same same-sex marriage was never going to happen and something inside of me just snapped and i thought i can't keep on doing this i imagined being a vicar and um in a parish and having a, a young couple knock on the door and say oh we'd like to get married in your church and me looking at them and saying i'm sorry i can't marry you because because our church does not believe your love is is valid yeah. and i thought well my god believes that and i believe their love is valid and i can't i can't do this any longer yeah um i know other clergy persist and i think uh, all credit to them and so my decision was if it was right for me it's not necessarily right for everyone but yeah, at that yeah. moment i then thought why am i doing this when i could be painting yeah. but i have the immense privilege I, I i i often uh get invited out to preach um and then go to other other churches so this sunday i'm at uh wesley road united Reformed church
0: yeah
1: where they're lovely and welcoming and uh and i, I also I, I get invited to preach sometimes in anglican churches as well um so i, I still exercise a ministry of sorts yeah. um but uh but i have a lot more freedom
0: yeah, and I suppose and I can drop
1: the occasional swear word.
0: <laughs> yeah, without getting the uh, oh, he did that. He said that.
1: He's, He's a vicar and th- he said that. You know.
0: Yeah, he dropped an f-bomb. Oh, good.
1: oh, yeah, I would actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to add lying to my list.
0: No, no, that that's I've uh, well henry thank you very much for thank you so much with with god us.
1: bless you for this this has been great
0: no thank you and we will hopefully hear from you again in the future um, especially yeah. when near near the time of the book coming out and then we can have a chat about maybe that book and a bit more of what where you've got to yeah yeah so, okay thanks very much and speak to you soon bye Best, thank you, bye. bye now Thank you for joining us on Journeys of Faith. We hope you've enjoyed yourself and we hope you're enjoying your time with us. Um, If you have any feedback, comments, or would like to join us on an episode to share your story, you can email us at jofpodcast2020 at gmail.com. That's jofpodcast2020 at gmail.com. You can find us on the internet at www.jofpodcast.wordpress.com You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at jofpodcast. And if you have anything that you do want to share with us, whether that's a comment on how we can make the podcast better or how you're actually enjoying the podcast please do contact us as we want to make this podcast work for the people who are listening and also make it better so we need your help to do that so from myself and David thank you very much for joining us on this journey so till next time safe journey